0: everyone to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host Scotty McCoy and boy do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now Daniel Lund and he played uh, cult member Danny in The Cult of Blood, Vlogger 5 in The Hagwitch and he's going to also be a part of my upcoming indie horror film with me and Carl Miller with Gravestone Films called 72. Hey Daniel, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing today? i'm doing great i'm so glad that we could make this happen i know that uh you got a perk which allowed you to be part of uh slasher scotty of course and uh i'm glad awesome. that we could make this happen and promote some uh you know promote 72 of course and some other indie films that you've been a part of
1: oh, thank you very much i'm really excited about it
0: yes i'm excited about having you as well this is this is really exciting so the first question i do got for you is how did you get your start in the indie horror community
1: that's actually a really strange question uh strange you know thing that happened uh I just posted some stuff on Twitter and Facebook. You know, it's always been a dream of mine to see myself die in a horror movie. Right. Uh, it's it's, a, it's really strange, but I, I've always been a horror fanatic, uh, and being able to see myself it's always just been a dream to be able to see myself on screen and and die. <laughs> Which yeah, is, absolutely. Is morbid, but it's a cool thing. Uh, really? I haven't uh, I haven't seen myself yet die on screen, but uh, yeah. in Cult of Blood, that uh, I did have a I did film my first death scene, so that was nice. pretty cool. That's awesome. And that's in uh, post-production now. So hopefully we'll see that soon.
0: That's awesome. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, I, I love dying. Uh, I, actually, I was told that I die better on screen than I do per, get, delivering dialogue. Oh, nice. So I'm like, yeah. that might be a strange compliment, but I'll take it. Yeah, you know, we all
1: excel in our things.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I think, I think that's really cool, though. And it really is a fun thing. Like, a lot of people say that it's really weird to fake die, but it really it's also a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh,
0: it, I don't know if there's
1: an art to it or not, but uh, I haven't mastered it. But it, it's just uh, <laughs> just yeah. practicing in the practicing in the mirror.
0: You know, you're definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's one of those things like, I know, like, uh, and I'm sure a lot of indie horror films do this. I know one, we do it a lot before the pandemic, of course, is when we would have executive meetings with, you know, my executive team, and we'd go, you know, into public places and that. And usually we'd meet up at McDonald's because usually in between all of the executives, like right in that middle ground. And uh, it's weird because we'd be talking about, okay, how are we gonna kill Amy today? Uh, how about we stab her in the heart with a knife? And then oh, all these old people are, you know, drinking their coffee, looking at us like, like we're in a movie. I swear to God, we're not actually trying to stab Amy in the heart with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really interesting. It's 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 a yeah. unique art form being in a part of a horror movie. It really is. Yeah, I, I have, I've, I'm such a big fan of
1: horror, and Absolutely. you know, just saw the, and literally just the art behind it, I, you know. I've always had the opinion where sometimes the, the even the worst horror movie is better than some of the best non-horror Absolutely.
0: movies. Absolutely. So speaking of horror movies, um ha, like what is your favorite horror film and why? Like what got you into the and what got you into the industry?
1: Well, the uh my favorite horror film is uh it's kind of kind of cliche but jaws. Uh nice. jaws is just one of those movies you can put on and listen to or Or sit down and watch anytime, and find something to love about it, whether it's the cinematography, the music, uh, the acting. It's always, it's just top notch. And something you don't see that type of acting in a lot of movies nowadays. It's uh, uh, Robert Shaw and, you know, Rob Schneider. I'm going to say Roy Schneider. (laughs) Schneider, It's really, they're just so good. So good. And uh, that movie is just perfect to me. Uh, I have a lot of other ones, but that's the one I, I seem to keep going back to. Nice
0: nice that's awesome i know uh halloween the halloween marathon was actually on amc it was like a marathon this past uh weekend because the ha- i call it half a but it's the halfway to halloween. yeah halfway to halloween yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I, I i love halloween i i'm really excited for halloween this year especially because hopefully the pandemic will oh, be kind of lifted to you know more especially with the vaccines rolling out so that'll be so much fun yeah last year halloween was so weird
1: like you could go out but you can't go out you could do this but you can't necessarily do this Mm -hmm. and with with kids it's it was uh it was rough
0: (laughs) yeah it was and it's one of those things like to me like i i love halloween i love having like i had a little halloween party at my place nothing big but it just like it was one of those things like it didn't even feel like halloween like yeah i'm watching EMC fear fest and you know i'm you know celebrating halloween but it didn't feel like halloween because of the pandemic like I couldn't go to any of the harvest festivals I like to do like just stuff yeah. like that you know was all limited and canceled because of the pandemic and I'm thinking this year it'll be more opened up because everything is starting to open up and the vaccines are rolling out so hopefully yeah. be open up more.
1: I love going to the haunted houses too so I'm hoping a lot more of those just kind yes. of pop open and yes. I, I, it was an experience I really missed doing last year
0: Absolutely. It really is something great. Like it's something that, I mean, it's it's part of the season and not having that as, you know, having that taken away for that season really just devalues the season that you're in, you know, in general, like as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. So um, how did you become part of cult of blood?
1: Uh, you know, that was one of those that I just kind of found the campaign and uh, I fell in love with it. I'm a huge fan of Dave Sheridan and Felissa Rose. Um, Dave Sheridan is just, uh, he's an amazing actor. And Felicia Rose is such a sweetheart. I met her at a con and uh, uh, she's just, she's just amazing. And of course, you know, uh, the opportunity uh, fell. Uh, when I looked at the campaign, the opportunity just fell there. And uh, yeah, it just, I just signed up and we went for it. Awesome. That's great. What, what about the Hagwitch? Uh, the Hagwitch, uh, that was, uh I, I, I knew about that one before the campaign happened uh i'm a huge fan of uh the the, the lore of behind the hagwitch you know the uh the hagwitch is uh kind of like a a demon that sits on your chest it's kind of like a uh paralysis demon in a way and uh you know i don't you haven't really seen that too much in movies and uh you know the, just the so the name hagwitch kind of grabbed me uh, so then I uh, talked with the director, and uh, then shortly thereafter, they started a campaign, and I've been following, uh, this is their second campaign that's running now, and I've just kind of been going along with that and uh, promoting it and uh, following along with their journey.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I interviewed Sam and Jana, and they're really nice people. Oh, they
1: are so awesome. Yeah. Like, they are, they've become good
0: friends. I really like them. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, they they just, they just so anybody listening to this interview, if you want to hear more about the Hag Witch, which Daniel is obviously a part of, go and listen to the interview with Sam Majana because that is really uh, a really good interview. We got really in depth with the film itself, and it'll really show you what that's about. And uh, obviously, Daniel is a part of it as well, so you can definitely see him out see him in the movie as well um, when it releases. So that I'm really excited for that one. I actually uh, donated to that as well, so you can find the Indigo. Oh yeah, I think it's gonna be terrifying
1: yeah in a good way in a good way
0: in a good way but definitely so um i'm assuming you'll be on set for both of those films uh well we finished we wrapped
1: production for uh, i should say we wrapped filming for uh cult of blood already and it's in post-production it uh, should be out i would think relatively soon um it's been in post-production for a little while now i'm not really sure the whole process of post post post-production how far it has to go before it reaches uh, a screen of some sort but uh uh, I'm really excited to, for people to see that one. I think they're going to get a kick out of it. It's a nice horror comedy. Um, some And uh, The Hag Witch, uh, I won't be on set for, but I have a lot of green screen moments in that. I am um, haven't really got the script to that one yet, but uh, I'm really excited to be a part of that one as well. Awesome.
0: So how did you find out about our 72 campaign? I actually found out... Uh,
1: from uh, Sam Hodge himself, uh, he uh, shared something on Facebook when there was a casting call for it. And uh, I've uh, looked into it, uh, fell in love with the story because I mean, it's relevant. <laughs> uh, it's something that's kind of terrifying right yeah. now, just viruses in general. Yeah. And uh, I think it's uh, a cool concept. And uh, I waited for the campaign to pop up and jumped on it as soon as I could.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And I know a lot of people like like a lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon of a pandemic or deadly virus, and obviously, to real, you know, what it relates to. So we wanted to differentiate ourselves. So what we did is we ended up, yeah. uh, you know, including the virus, but that's not our main antagonist. Like we have other aspects of it, like how people are going crazy during this virus. Yeah. Yeah. different things like that and we had a we had like a really cool perk that a lot of uh places that i've seen didn't have as a perk and that would name the virus after you you know for a hundred dollars the the virus will be named after you <laughs> like, that, was really cool. and that was like that was the first perk we sold and we sold it after like 10 minutes of launching
1: oh wow the the steve virus <laughs> <laughs> no no i'm kidding but no it's uh it's 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 very i think it's going to be a good one because it's a. Uh, I i think it is you know even if it's there's more more to it, just a virus in general is uh, pretty scary nowadays. Uh, even uh, especially with all the new mutations you're you're hearing about, so uh, uh, and the little pop uh, that you're hearing about in different countries. So it's a uh, I think it's kind of cool that uh, something like this is happening, and uh, I definitely wanted to be a part of it
0: absolutely and i know carl he's doing he's uh, writing it directing it and he's doing amazing with the script like uh we're in like our fifth rewrite and we start filming in july but we're, we're trying to add oh, in wow. all the indiegogo stuff you know people that are buying the perks for the indiegogo we're trying to add that into the script and you know make that work and then we have one ending we're like oh we want to end it this way now we're changing the ending <laughs> of that and we're changing characters and last names like we're doing so many things because of the indiegogo campaign that's easier to make these little changes then add a whole new character into the mix with that with that name or you know a whole new you know you know i don't know like something else added to it like there's just things that we were thinking of that we're adding in while the indiegogo is going on because the indiegogo wraps in june so uh, early okay. june we film in early july roughly give or take um but yeah we're uh we're looking forward to uh to see what everybody thinks about this because it's really going to be really going to be scary crazy like it's really he- it's really heavy on sfx like the special effects and not even i mean definitely special effects makeup but more of special special practical effects um are going to be a big part of it so like and that's
1: that's awesome i'm a huge fan of practical effects prosthetics you know just the art behind it all it's all it so awesome
0: yeah, that's like like for anybody that wants to donate to our Indiegogo campaign, please do. But that just know a lot of that money, like probably, I would say 80% of it. And I have a meeting with Carl tonight to discuss what we're going to really uh, like, what, you know, amounts are going to go to what parts or what percentages or whatever are going to go to what or what we're going to pay for. But like, I would say roughly without having the meeting, 80% of the funds are going to probably go to SPFX and SFX because we, uh, it's going to be, Very heavily in sfx like me and carl were talking about it if the acting isn't good and if the special effects isn't good our movie's not going to be good because those are the two primary things that's going to make this movie good and believable like we had a movie our first movie sound it wasn't that good but it was more of a horror comedy more of a chant can be cheesy one so it really didn't affect it as much whereas this one is more of a serious you know serious horror serious suspense serious drama so the SFX and the acting, and like the story itself, has got to be believable. Like it's got to be good.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I'm really excited to see how it all comes together.
0: Absolutely, you know? I am too. So, um, what are you excited most about regarding Seventy Two?
1: Uh, actually, as I said, just what I was saying, you know, since it is kind of a relevant topic, uh, you know, yes, it's it's a mutated virus, but that's, I think that's something that scares everybody right now. Uh, you know, and I, th- I think uh, being able to be a part of something that is relevant and scary yeah. uh, is just is is a really cool prospect
0: absolutely and and the thing is we like one thing that a lot of people in the indie horror community if they're listening to this they should know and if they don't already know they they should know this is that we have some pretty big indie horror film actors involved we have dj Patton, who's gonna got a pretty big role in the movie um we got angel bradford as one of our uh, main cast members Ooh, i love her yeah we, she's gonna be great and we want we would like her to do uh spfx Oh, SF, whatever, you know, special effects, practical and that. But we can't, uh, we can't, uh, we don't want her to really overbound herself. We want to give her, we want her to focus more on her acting over the other stuff. Now, maybe, who knows, like we're still mulling it over at this point, but um, over what we're going to do with the special effects, but she's going to be involved as our, as one of our uh, main roles, Rachel. Um, and then, of course, we have, like I said, DJ Patton's going to be playing a, a nice villain, a very evil role. That's going to be fun. Um, mm-hmm. know you know about him. He's in quite a couple of things. He's in Phobia as he was in, I believe it was uh, Summer Camp Massacre or, or Bloody Summer Camp, something like that he was in. His name was Chris Rydings. Um So he'll, he was on my uh, show for uh, Phobia. So he'll be involved as one of the evil villains. Uh, um, yeah, like it's going to be pretty, pretty good. Uh, we have Michael Taylor involved. Um, he is our assistant director, and he is also uh, playing one of, the, one of the main characters, Rich. So, yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm really excited to see, uh, see uh, you know, this cast that we didn't have last movie that we're going to have involved that actually brings something to the indie horror film that a lot of people know about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, um, if there was a, a male actor and a female actress, one of each, that you could choose to work with, who would it be and why?
1: Oh man, that's that's an easy that's an easy one. Uh Jeffrey Combs and uh, Samara Weaving. Nice. Uh I, Jeffrey Combs just owns everything. I mean, he steals the scene. He's such he's such a good actor. Uh he could read a phone book and you just it can hold your attention. <laughs> uh I've just I don't I think I've watched everything Jeffrey Combs has done film-wise. I I know he's done a lot of uh, more stuff voiceover work and stuff and I haven't really Gone too far into that yet, but uh, I'm just astonished by every time he walks on screen, what he can do. And Samara weaving exactly the same. I know she's relatively new, um, from Ash to the Evil Dead to Ready or Not, but uh, she's to me, she's the exact same way. She walks on screen, and you're just captivated. You're, yeah. um, she's just perfect in the way she delivers things. And uh, yeah. I, I really am excited to see what else she can do.
0: Absolutely. She was great and ready or not. Oh my God. That movie ba-
1: was. Oh man, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. That, uh, uh The Babysitter and The Babysitter 2, which are on Netflix, uh, was great movies.
0: Nice. And, and just to, sh- to let everybody know, if you really like campy, cheesy, bad, but bad in a good way, uh, horror, indie horror films, check out kill. Uh, I, I send a shout out to my company CEO, Amanda Sawyer for this one. She told me about this. Uh, was it yesterday or the day before killer sofa is on TV. Oh my God. I, I had that in my queue and I'm, I'm really excited to watch that. I, I,
1: it's such a weird looking premise, but man, I'm excited to see that one. I oh, love to see that. I, I know
0: there was a, do you, are you a professional wrestling fan?
1: Uh, sort of. Yeah.
0: I mean, I've gotten back into it lately, but, uh, yeah. Uh, but but go but go ahead. Let me see what you got. So I don't know how if this is legit or if this was a fan made thing. I'm thinking it was legit because it looked real, like really good. But there was a indie horror film by WD Studios coming out called Tables, which has Ronda Rousey and the Dudley Boys in it, and the the killers oh are like alive tables, and they walk on their <laughs> like their their little uh, table legs, and yeah, the
1: tables get can- the tables get revenge on the doubly boys for so yep, many and times
0: like the main final girl oh my god no i don't know how real that is okay. but after this is over i will send you the link to that trailer
1: uh, uh yeah even if it's a fake trailer i'll i'll definitely watch that yeah, it's
0: actually it's pretty damn entertaining i would definitely see that
1: yeah for sure
0: <laughs> so um what piece of advice can you give to any aspiring indie filmmaker regarding their films uh don't Don't be afraid to shoot
1: your shot. Uh, You know, I tell that to myself lately. Uh, You know, I have a lot of social anxiety and I have to tell myself that almost every time I send a message to anyone in regards to something I want to do in films or something I'm interested in, you know, uh, getting into something is like a relationship. Uh, Just don't be afraid to shoot your shot. The worst they can say is no or, you know, maybe they'll ignore you. But, you know, it's uh, it's never a bad thing to see where things can go
0: absolutely and you could you could be given a no but you won't be getting that no if you don't ask because if exactly. you ask you have a chance of getting a yes if you if they say no then it would have been a no if you didn't ask to begin with so, why, exactly. so what do you lose? the worst they could say is no and that's all they can say that's like,
1: that's the best advice i can give that's it's yeah. helped me so much
0: absolutely so um, what about people that want to get uh like want to back indie film indie Google campaigns what any advice for them
1: yeah, actually, uh, find something that speaks to you. Um, there's so much
0: uh, out there right
1: now, campaign-wise, uh, especially in the last few months. Uh, it could really be hard to narrow down to something that's, especially if you're kind of stretched for money, uh, find something that speaks to you and share, share, share. You know, Make sure that you, uh, if you really love something, even if you don't have the money to donate or you can't find a perk that you want, you know, if you share that to as many people as you can, to me, that's just as helpful as donating, um, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or any of the other social platforms. Just getting the word out is just as important as uh, uh, donating.
0: Absolutely. And like, like like you said, I mean, you might not have enough funds to donate, which is fine, but you have enough funds to share because that costs yep. literally nothing. And your one share can lead to that indiegogo campaign getting five new backers compared to the one exactly. from the so it Absolutely. really can it really does help out and a lot of things people don't realize is oh but isn't it you, you should get a job and you know work and you know fund your move it's not that simple it is no it's not that <laughs> simple you know i i haven't
1: you know i'm not a filmmaker myself but i've seen the process now i've helped i've helped out so many campaigns with yeah. uh promotions and you know i've had one-on-one conversations with uh, the directors and the campaign leaders and it, it's not easy and i you know my heart goes out to them <laughs> uh and yeah. uh the projects that i back i fully support and uh, i whether it's just be sharing or uh donation or if i can be a part of the
0: project absolutely and we've had you know people don't donate to our smallest perk that is five dollars and people that have donated to our, our largest perk that is 250 dollars and each one of them, I don't care how small or how large the donation is and what perk you get, each one of them is, is you know, accepted and is, is you know, you know welcomed as much as every other perk. Like, we don't care how large or small you donate. We accept them all at the same because every dollar helps. Every share helps. For From me as an indie filmmaker to, you know, Sam Hodge and Jonna, to Hayden Newman, Noelle Berger, you know, Matt Burns and Matt Anderson and, Tommy too. all them indie filmmakers that, you know, that have these projects that are going to be great, but they can't get made. If they, like, we're going to make 72, regardless if we meet our goal or not, we probably aren't going to meet our goal. And that's because our goal is $10,000 and, you know, we don't think we're going to get that. That's what's what we want to be at. But we, even if we, you know, we were at, I think almost three grand or something like that, but even if we made a thousand dollars or, you know, or if we made $5,000, it doesn't matter what it is. We're still going to make the movie. And some people are able to do that. Other people are not. It depends what you have involved special effects wise and like what you have involved, you know, mechanical wise, you know, like if you have like these, big you know, these, you know, monsters that you got to make that are mechanical or, you know, you don't know, like, but every ounce helps. And we accept every donation because it, I mean, it's not like you're not getting anything in return. You're going to get a perk, no matter what the end yeah. is. Like, unless you donate without a perk, you can do that as well. But you're still going to get uh, something in return when the movie is done. And I love don- helping indie films out and I donate and then seeing my name on the big screen as a thanks at the end credit. Like that oh, is just a, something so small like that makes just like, oh, now I'm going to donate to that one and to that one and to that one because I get to see myself in all of these, you know, in these end credits. And that's really cool. It's a cool feeling to see your name right on the big screen. Oh yeah. Brilliant. The first
1: campaign I ever donated to was a movie called uh Death Count, which hasn't come out yet, but uh mm-hmm. I'm I, I I believe I just chose something as simple as like a uh I, I believe it was like a poster and a thank you, right. a special thanks. And right. uh from there I just kinda you know started yeah. searching around and it was uh it was really cool to see all the different projects and you know I never knew knew anything about uh uh, online campaigns or crowdfunding before until then right. and uh so <laughs> just getting the word out that there is you know indie yeah. campaigns out yeah. there is a is a big deal
0: <laughs> absolutely and uh before i get into the last question just want to let everybody know also that uh that for indiegogo you don't have to just donate to, you know indie films or art there's like thousands of campaigns out there, millions of campaigns out there for all other things that people need help with, whether it's, you know, medical bills or, you know, indie films or indie music, or, you know, getting a book published, or, you know, they want to be an entrepreneur. and They need the stuff to make the, to make their invention. So go out there and like, look at the Indiegogos. And there's also other things like GoFundMe now Indiegogo, I believe is the only uh, campaign that you can do perks on maybe Kickstarter as well. Uh,
1: Kickstarter, Kickstarter, you can as well, but I, I think it works a little bit
0: differently on Kickstarter.
1: Okay. You you donate like a certain dollar amount and then you get everything. Like if you donate like $100, you also get the $50 perk and the $30 okay. perk, everything that kind of leads up to that amount or something. Okay. It's, 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 it's set
0: up a little bit more weird. Yeah, and I know that with Indiegogo, the best thing about that, which I like about it, is that it allows you to do a fixed uh, a, you know campaign or a flexible one. So a fixed one means if if we have 10,000 on ours so if we we have to raise 10,000 if we don't raise 10,000 then everybody gets refunded whereas flexible which is what ours is actually is ours is actually flexible which means whatever we make we get because we can make the movie without reaching our ultimate goal and that's one thing that uh, indiegogo has that all the other uh, you know campaigns don't Um, which I'm really glad about because like who would want to do an all or nothing? You know what I mean? Like you would have to really set like, you know, I guess it makes it so you can set a realistic goal, but if you really need $5,000 and you don't make $5,000, you don't get anything. Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah. So the last question I do got for you, um, do you have any other projects that you are a part of that you would like to let the listening and the viewing audience know about?
1: Uh, uh, I I have a few, but one particular one I'd like to mention just because I know that we're having a, we're uh, trying to get the word out more, uh, Seasons, which is a horror anthology. Uh, it stars uh, Lisa Wilcox of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4 and 5. Uh, it's got Eric Freeman of Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Uh, we've got Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp. We've got uh, Diana Prince uh, from The Last Drive-In fame, uh, who's also going to be in the film. Uh, we, do, it, uh, we also do have Reggie Bannister, and uh Cleve hall uh the late Cleve hall uh and this will be their obviously uh Cleve hall's final film because he passed away recently oh, and wow. uh reggie Bannister's final film uh he's not passed away but uh, this will be his final film uh according to uh the director okay wow awesome. and uh, uh we'd like to do them proud and mm-hmm. uh we'd like to uh see uh, uh more people join in on the campaign and uh spread the word
0: right now what are you doing in seasons
1: uh i'm right now i'm just a background extra uh okay. i do uh i'm not sure what the extent of my role is on that one in, uh just yet i'm still in talks with uh uh the people in the movie to see what all i can do um uh, but uh i'm not uh filming starts later on this year and uh if we can get uh more people looking at the uh campaign we can get started rolling uh faster and awesome uh,
0: get it get it kicked off absolutely sounds like a plan well i thank you daniel for joining me and i thank you even more for uh, donating the you know our 72 indiegogo campaign i truly appreciate that it's really appreciated it definitely hasn't gotten unnoticed we obviously give you a shout out i gave you your imdb special thanks credit already um i what perk did you get again if i may ask uh, i don't
1: recall what it was named uh but it was a uh uh, a, a role in the film. Okay, so yeah, I, I don't. I don't recall. I don't
0: recall what the name of it
1: was, though.
0: I think that that's one. Carl's actually working that in currently. Uh, your character. And I think there's two people that donated that we're working in uh, character-wise yet. So I, I thought that was what it was, but I couldn't remember off the top of my head. So uh, definitely check out uh, Daniel and um, obviously uh, look for him in seasons and uh, Cult of Blood. You know the Hag Witch and obviously 72. <laughs> Um, but I thank you again, Daniel, for joining me. Um, it's been an thank honor. Thank you so much. Great. And uh, you have a good rest of your day. And drive safely to your uh, vacation.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you so much.
0: No problem. Um, thank you. You have a good rest of your day.
1: You too. Yep. Bye.